in today's show. It is time to preview week one in the NBA for fantasy basketball. Michael Bolton, he's pumped. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter, as always, at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Thank you for making the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. And whatever your favorite team is in the NHL, NBA, Major League Baseball, the NFL, college sports, we've got you covered. So check out your favorite or your local team and their respective Locked On show. Well, the NBA season is here. Drafts are pretty much done. All the preseason prognostications and you know lineup projections, it's all going to go out the window in the next couple of days. So let's look at week one. And I think the format of this show will refine itself over the coming weeks and days as we see how things work and how they don't work. But we're going to do one of these every week. It's going to come out normally a day earlier than this. Getting you ready for the week ahead. How to stream weekly leagues, category and points leagues, guys to add, guys to sit. How the schedule looks, blokes coming back from injury, all that sort of stuff we're going to have covered in this show each week. Let's talk about week one for Fantasy Basketball. We're excited. It's here. Let's get into it right now. Um, week one. It's an interesting week. The vast majority of teams play three games. If you are watching this on YouTube, you can see the teams listed that play two games. They are the Wolves, the Jazz, the Heat, the Wizards, the Clippers, the Mavs, the Hawks, the Pistons, the Blazers, and the Nuggets. They have just two games for this week. Everybody else plays three games. It's a shortened week, obviously, as we start on Tuesday instead of Monday. So we've got either three games or two games. So you've got the vast majority playing three. The rest, as listed there, they play two games for this week. So that should give you some sort of understanding. Again, just basic stuff of to which which guys on those teams we're looking to maybe sit for the week. Here, the Jazz play two games. We're still playing Rudy Gobert. We're playing Donovan Mitchell. But we're probably not starting Jordan Clarkson or Joe Ingles. We might not be starting um, Mike Conley. Even, you know, you look at these Hawks guys, you know, is DeAndre Hunter worth starting with two games? <clears throat> I don't know. You're starting Trey, you're starting Capella, but Hunter, maybe not. We don't know if, say, Cade Cunningham's playing for the Pistons. So with only two games and he might only play one, you probably don't start him this week. Same with Achille and Hayes. Obviously, with the injury scenario there for those two guys. There's a lot to look at. Does Rui Hachimura, who's coming back from personal issues... Does he sit the first game? He's got one game. You wouldn't probably play him anyway, but yeah, he's not going to be there. So that's how we shape up in terms of the way that the schedule's structured this week in terms of just volume of games. But as we all know, it's not just about volume in a daily changes format. Volume as is as important as the time, as when you play those games. So let's take a look now. 
We have no games on Monday, obviously. We start the week out with two games on Tuesday. We have 11 games on Wednesday, busy Wednesday, as usual in the NBA. Three games only on Thursday, a busy Friday with 10 games. And then an okay weekend, eight games on Saturday and six games on Sunday. So we're obviously able to stream Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. Now, I'm not going to explain this every single show, but let's do it now for the new people. What is streaming? What does he mean when he says streaming? What is streaming? Here we go. Here is the answer. Here is what streaming is. If you're in a league that you're able to change your lineup every day, streaming is adding players off the waiver wire who play on those specific days. It's using however many weekly ads you've got to maximize the amount of games you play during the week. So if on Wednesday where there's 11 games, if you add someone off the wire, the odds are you could add them, but you won't have an active spot available. They'd have to sit on your bench and it's a waste. So we look to who plays on Tuesday when there's only two games on, who plays on Thursday when there's three games, who plays on Saturday, who plays on Sunday. Because if we add players from those teams on those days, we can slide them into our starting lineup, into our active lineup, and accumulate fantasy points or category contributions from them. So, anything that is a day where there is more than nine games on, it's not a day for streaming. So, 11 games on Wednesday, we can't stream that day. 10 games on Friday, we probably can't stream that day. But we can on Tuesday, and on Thursday, and on Saturday, and on Sunday. We can look to whatever teams play on those days, and we can add players from them, and we can make that a benefit for our squad. There are other ways to look at, which we're going to talk about soon as well, in terms of maximizing games played from your waiver ads. Looking to see which teams play the most on those lower volume days. That's really important as well. In fact, we'll get into talking about that very, very soon. But I'm going to tell you guys, NBA fanatics, about prize picks. Prize picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love it, and I know you will too. It has the best NBA DFS prop game on the market. It offers more NBA props than any other DFS prop operator and offers all of the superstar players as well as the bench players who only get a few minutes. Everyone who uses our code, NBA, and deposits on prize picks, you get a 100% match bonus up to $100. On prize picks, they've got props, whatever you can think of, most points, most blocks, or you know, over-under on points, or blocks, or assists, or threes, or any of that sort of stuff. You can get that covered on prize picks. You pick two to five players, and you choose over or under on their projection, and you can win up to 10 times on your entry fee. It's just you versus the projected numbers. It also enables mixed sports entries. So, you know, Alex Ovechkin, over-under one and a half goals, combined with LeBron, over-under seven assists, combined with Jason Tatum, over-under 25 points, combine all your sports together. Use the app or use their website, prizepicks.com. The entries can be made in 60 seconds. It's super fast, super easy, and it's safe and offers fast withdrawals. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com. Use the promo code NBA or go to your app store and download the app today. PrizePix is daily fantasy made easy. You may have seen, had this problem before. You've got your live sport you watch somewhere else, on-demand shows in one spot, highlights on your phone, and then you've got someone else's login for something else. It's just all over the place. I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It is called Direct TV Stream. It brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together in one place like never before so you can watch your favorite shows, sports, and movies all in the same spot. 
No more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there is no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can find out more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required and content varies by package. All right, let's look at more information on streaming. The Bucks, now that Q, QG, as you see on the screen, QG is quality games. And a quality game, again, I'll get asked this a million times, the, a quality game is, the way I define it, is a game that is played on a day where there are nine or fewer games, meaning that is a streamable day. All right, that's how I look at it. That's how I look at a quality game. The Bucks and the Warriors, they play three, game this, three games this week, all on quality game days. So they play Tuesday, they play Thursday, and the Bucks also play Saturday, while the Warriors play Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. So you add a Bucks guy off the waiver wire. Maybe you're in a shallow league and Brook Lopez is available. Maybe you want to add some scoring with Jordan Wara, Grayson Allen. Remember, Bobby Portis and Shemi Ojale are, are out for opening night. For the Warriors, you might want to add Otto Porter. You might want to look at Nemanja Bielitsa. You might want to add those guys off the wire for their three games. Because if you add them on Tuesday, you can play them three times this week because they fall on those low-volume dates. Three games for one waiver ad. That's super important. The following teams have two quality games. The Nets, the Lakers, the Grizzlies, the Heat, the Clippers, the Mavs, and the Hawks. They've got two quality games. So they're teams that you can attack on those lower-volume days. You know, the Thursday, the Saturday, Sunday, Tuesday. They're the four days that we're looking at. The Jazz, the Wizards, and the Nuggets have zero quality games. They play two games for the week on Wednesday and on Friday. So if you are adding Joe Ingles off the wire, if you are adding Kyle Kuzma, Rui Hachimura, maybe it's Denny Avdia, maybe it's Contavious Caldwell-Pope, maybe it's Bones Highland or Monty Morris. Now, there's a difference between adding them just for the week or holding on to them for a bit of long-term upside, like a boner, Bones Highland. But you add those guys, you don't play them this week. You just won't find a spot for them. Like There's just no opportunity, considering they play on a 10 and an 11 game day, that you look at your, in most cases, you look at your active roster and you'll have a full squad those days, most likely. You might not. And that's going to be where your mileage varies. And this is your general advice. But have a look to see whether you can actually fit blokes in on those days. That's important. Let's look at where the back-to-backs are. There's not many back-to-backs this week. There's a Friday-Saturday back-to-back for a number of teams. But remember, Friday's got 10 games on. So in general, getting using back-to-backs is a great way of getting two games for the price of one ad. But if you add someone on the Friday for the Friday-Saturday combo, you might not play them on Friday. But these are the teams that have that Friday-Saturday. The Pacers, the Spurs, the Cavs, the Bulls, the Pelicans, the Raptors, and the Suns. They all have the Friday-Saturday back-to-back. The most important one to look at is the Saturday-Sunday. And there's only one team that has that combo, and it's the Memphis Grizzlies. So, if you're on the fence about Desmond Bain, about the wave pool D'Anthony Melton, about trying out Kyle Anderson, about the cashier Xavier Tillman or Brandon Clark in deeper formats, it's a great opportunity to try them out. Add them on Saturday, play them Sunday, two games, one ad. It's also important to note what happens at the end of the week because you might be in a situation where you're losing your matchup and you can't come back. Or you're winning and you can't lose. So if you use one of your ads on Sunday 
to to help get a kickstart for week two, you can or, or you can even you can get these guys to play the Sunday Monday combo. That's important. So when you're streaming guys in for the Sunday, even if you are maybe that matchup hasn't been decided, and you're looking to get guys in, if you get if you prioritize players from these four teams, Boston, Brooklyn, Charlotte, and Orlando, they play Sunday and on Monday. So you get the benefit of using them on Sunday, but then you've also got them for that Monday for the following week without using a waiver wire ad in week two. So Celtics players, Dennis Schroeder, Peyton Pritchard, perhaps. We'll see how that rotation all shakes out by the end of the week. The Nets guys, the Shark, Bruce Brown, Cam Thomas, maybe he's getting a larger role. Patty Mills, the Hornets, we're looking at Kelly Oubre. Um, I can't think of many other Hornets guys that wouldn't be rostered. The Magic, holy shit, Cole Anthony. Um, yeah, Jalen Suggs might have been dropped. Hopefully Mo Bumba's not still on your wire. Franz Wagner might have value in those two games. Because remember, while it was, it's all well and good to say, well, you know, Wagner might play 22 minutes a night. It's one ad. It's two games. Two games of 22 minutes is 44 minutes for one ad. And while that's not a perfect representation of how it works, if you are basing that on, well, I'll add just one player, they will get 30 minutes, whereas this guy who gets two games for one ad, you get 44 minutes out of that one ad. It's about getting the value out of each acquisition that you make. They might play 20 minutes a night, but if it's two games versus one, 40 minutes beats 30 minutes. Even though it is spread out across two games, that is very, very important to note, I, I believe anyway. So let's look at how we can really effectively stream this week. The Bucks are the best team to stream, and there's going to be some value. There's no Dante DiVincenzo, so Nwora and Allen and Connaughton are going to step up. There's no Porter, so there's no Ojale. So behind Giannis and behind Brook Lopez, there is nothing. There's Thanasa Santorokumpo, there's Sandro Mamakelishvili. There's nothing else. Now, I don't know if Portis or Ojale are out all week, but there could be some, for deeper leagues especially, some great value on Mamu or Thanasis. Yeah, you, we, we love our Grayson and um, and even Connaughton for you know, standard to slightly deeper formats, but they've got a great scenario. The Tuesday, Thursday, early season. Well, you say so you had a Bucks guy, you get three games for the price of one. Brilliant deal. You had a Warriors guy, you get the Tuesday, Thursday. You also get the Sunday game from them. But that means that you lose that roster spot on the Saturday. So it's not quite as valuable as the Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday Bucks combo. And the reason that's valuable is because the gaps between those days is an 11-game Wednesday and a 10-game Friday. So if you add a Bucks player, you don't need to drop them for the Wednesday because you probably don't have a roster spot anyway. And then after Thursday, you don't have, if you don't have to drop them because you don't have the, the available space on the Friday. So Warriors have got the Tuesday, Thursday. That's pretty good. Not as good as the Bucks Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Then we've got the Thursday, Saturday combo. So, the first two days are in the books. We can look at these teams. Now, these teams are interesting. The Heat, the Clippers, the Mavs, and the Hawks. They play only two games this week, but they play on low-volume days. They play Thursday, Saturday. So, on the surface, for, say, a weekly leagues, weekly changes league, yes, two games for Duncan Robinson is not that good. Um, two games for Max Struess, Tyler Hero, if, if he's on the wire, it's not that good. But in a daily changes league, they're super valuable. Same as yeah, if it's a Zubats. It for the Clippers. Same as Dwight Powell for the Mavs. Same as Danilo Gallinari, DeAndre Hunter, Cam Reddish, Kevin Herter for the Hawks. Two games, price of one ad. And then, of course, as we mentioned, the streaming over the weekend, Saturday, Sunday, is the Grizzlies. So theoretically, you can add a Bucks player on Tuesday, get three games out of it. Three games for one ad. You can add a Warriors player, and you can get three games there, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. That's six games for two ads. Let's say you've got two more ads left. 
You can pick a yeah Miami Clippers Mavs Hawks. Let's say you pick Reggie Jackson. Let's say you pick Eric Bledsoe. Two games for one ad. That's eight games for three ads. Then you got your fourth ad, which is the Saturday Sunday Sunday Grizzlies Grizzlies combo with a D'Anthony Melton, a Desmond Bain for another two. So ten games for four ads. That's how you attack it. That's how you win daily changes leagues. It's really important to be able to understand how to do that and why it makes sense to do that. It also makes sense to try a built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. Do you know what your favorite flavor is already? Raspberry, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, coconut, salted caramel. Mine's cookies and cream. But these aren't just delicious. They're not just the best tasting protein bar ever. They're healthy. 17 to 18 grams of protein, 130 to 180 calories, four to five grams of sugar and four to five grams of net carbs. So get your cart, load it up at built.com, but use our promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5. You'll save 15% on your order of Built Bar. So go to built.com, load your cart up, use the promo code LOCKED15. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. Okay, <clears throat> let's have a look at front and back loading. And what I mean by that is teams that play their games at the start of the week or teams that play their games at the end of the week. The Nuggets, the Jazz, and the Wizards don't play on Saturday or Sunday. So if you do have someone that you're using and maybe you're not completely sold on them and you and you want to... Now, I, I must mention this as well. Don't go super hard on streaming the first week in the NBA. You'll end up dropping a valuable piece. Now, it's a hard... It's a fine line to walk between dropping a valuable piece and or making sure you don't miss out on that valuable piece on the wave wave, but just be a little cautious. So the Nuggets, Jazz, and Wizards, no Saturday or Sunday game. So the last two days of the week and they're low-volume days... If you've got a fringe player there, a Monty Morris, who maybe doesn't have particularly high upside, I keep picking on Monty, but maybe you drop him to get two extra games in over the weekend. And then those teams that I mentioned before, the Heat, the Mavs, the Clippers, and the Hawks, they don't play the first two games, first two days of the season. No games Tuesday, no games Wednesday. But then they have the great Thursday-Saturday combo. So, you know, while they're not going to be awesome for the first two days, obviously, but one of those is an 11-game day, you're getting them at the right, right spot. Is, uh, is important and how you can structure out your lineup. Let's look at nine cat leagues and some players who using our advanced metric, advanced roster percentage metric, these guys are all rostered in under 50% of advanced leagues. So they're available. And I think they can all be top 100, top 110 players for this week. There's no TJ Warren. There's no Karis LeVert. There might not be Malcolm Brogdon. I think Chris Duarte in Indiana is worth, worth having a look at. I think that's absolutely someone that we can uh, have a crack at there. We want to go to Brooklyn. Baby shark, do, 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 do. Bruce Brown. No Kyrie. Nice schedule. Three games. Worth adding. In Orlando, there's no Markel Fultz. There's no John Isaac. There's probably no Chumra Kiki. Cole Anthony's going to get more minutes. He's available. You add him for this week. They've got three games. You add him. Ravishing Rick Rubio. Three games for the Cavs. It pushes him higher. Again, when... A third of the league plays two games. While Rubio is not necessarily a must-roster guy, for this week, I think he is. And the same goes for the iron shoulder, Goran Dragic. I don't love him long-term, but I think he's going to start. Probably play 27 minutes a night. Maybe he pushes 90 minutes total for the week. That's enough to have an impact. Trey Murphy in New Orleans. There's no Zion Williamson, of course. I don't know if they're going to start Murphy, Alexander Walker, Najee, Garrett Temple. I don't know. But I know that Murphy's going to play in three games, and I know he's going to have a decent enough role and then this guy's available in way too many leagues. Isaiah Roby. The Thunder have three games this week. Maybe they start him more favors. I don't really care. 
Roby should be rostered regardless, but I'm mentioning him here because he's not. And they've got a good schedule for this week to, to add him and to have some value out of that. Players you can sit in category leagues. All of these guys have two games with the exception of one block there. Kyle Kuzma, I don't think he's going to be in your best 10 players in a weekly league for this week. I don't know what his role is going to be, but he's only playing two. These are all players who are rostered in over 70% of leagues. Larry Nance Jr., I've been a bit worried about how they used him in Portland in the preseason, but there's only two games, sit him. Aaron Gordon, two games, not good. Joe Ingles, two games, good player, but only two games. Malik Beasley. Now, Beasley plays only the two. He's going to be coming off the bench, and he's only going to play two games. Not enough value in Beasley's game to have him as a must-start player. Andre Drummond and the Sixers play three games, but at this point, we expect Embiid to play in those three. And if Embiid plays 32 minutes in those three, Drummond plays 16 minutes a night. I think you can find better options who play three games off the wire versus Drummond. And Reggie Jackson for the Clippers. Well, we like Reggie Jackson as a later-round guy, but with only two games, his value is not that high where you have to start him. In points leagues, same sort of story. A few of the names repeating, but these are guys who are all rostered under 50% of Yahoo leagues. Cole Anthony, great value for him this week. Two Grizzlies guys, De'Anthony Melton and Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain! Chris Duarte, Bruce Brown, Goran Dragic, who we've mentioned already, and Terrence Ross is available. Three games for the Magic, a bunch of blokes out. He's going to shoot a lot. There's value in him for this week for sure. So there are a bunch of guys I think you can add in weekly points leagues. And if you want to look at guys that we can sit in points leagues, well, Nerlens Noel is doubtful for the opener. So that means he gets only two games. That's not enough for me to feel confident he even plays in those two games. And then he might be coming off the bench behind uh, Mitch Robinson. No, thanks. Duncan Robinson's a terrible points league player anyway. Sit him with his two games. Kuzma, we mentioned already. DeAndre Hunter, two games for the Hawks. Not sure he's worth starting. Jordan Clarkson, two games for the Jazz. J-O-R-D-A-N-C-L-A-R-K-S-O-N. Bob Covington, two games for the Blazers. Not a good points league player. And Timmy Hardaway with just the two games. I don't think he is going to be um, worthwhile as a starter for the week. And that'll do it. That is week one previewed for fantasy basketball. Drop your comments down below. Subscribe to this show on YouTube. Give it a thumbs up. Tell me all about it. Hopefully, by the time you're watching this, I've hit 40,000 subs. Fingers crossed. Um, and you can follow the podcast as well. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. Hey, if you watch on YouTube, go listen to the audio. If you listen on audio, go watch on YouTube as well. Double it up. Helps me out a lot. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.